0: Hey everyone, I hope you're keeping well. Thanks for tuning in to this episode with myself, Kofi, and Christopher Strickland, aka Creedub, who's based over in the west coast of America, in the Bay Area. Creedub is someone who I draw a ton of inspiration from. His work ethic is second to none. If you followed him for some time, you'll know that he took over as the host of the We Got to Hang Out podcast, which is exemplary um, and prolific in terms of the content that he produces, the people that he speaks to. Um, It doesn't stop there. He's also an amazing photographer, part of the incredible Photopaste Collective, which if you haven't had a chance to see their work, you really should check out. It captures the culture of cycling impeccably, um, and they do a ton of other stuff as well that will have you inspired, I'm sure, to pick up your camera, but also get out on your bike. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoy this one as much as I do. Keep well. Hello, sir. What's up, man? Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really well. I'm really well. I'm, I'm delighted. I can set my clock by you, my garment right here. I can set it by you, bang on time, which I love. So, thank you right. so much for tuning in. How's you? How are you doing? I'm um, I'm good. Is it the right day? It is the right
1: <laughs> day. <laughs> oh, my heart! you were messing with my heart. I tell you. What are you like doing? <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was rough it was, it's been a long
0: week it's been a long week no, i can i can imagine and, and yeah i'm looking forward to getting into that but one thing i've just got to say what i was expecting to see the beanie hat it's not it's gone you've had a barber You appointment something uh, l- yeah so let's let's actually talk about
1: that so i actually an hour ago i just kind of like cleaned it up a little bit and okay. i was like and I was like, you know what, if I put the beanie on, it's, it's pretty hot. I know, uh, like, in a couple of your chats recently, you were saying it's pretty, it's been pretty warm, and uh, you're yeah, in London, right? Yeah, that's that's and, right, that's uh, right. And so, I was like, man, I need to clean it up, because people are going to start being like, man, this dude's got some, like, security problems, and, like, he's wearing this beanie everywhere, and so I just had to clean
0: it up a little bit. I was going to put the beanie on, but I cleaned it up for your show, so... Um, thank you so much, thank you so, so much for doing that. You're look, looking well, looking really well, but, um, well, yeah, I can... I can...
1: I was gonna Good. ask. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking. What do you think? You like you? You rock the baldy, and you you're a handsome dude. Like how how you feel? Should um, I just should I just lop it off? Like just.
0: just well, full? you know, I, I, if if I could have held on to it, this is not by choice. This is like mandated, basically. It was going back. So I don't know if you've ever seen the safari. There's like the Kenyan Masai Mara tribes where they had the hairline is pushed right back. So that's how mine used to be. And then for a period of time, I I, I tried to rock. The afro and just keep it and then i look like don king you know in the wind tunnel which <laughs> is like back so oh, yeah. i had to yeah. i had to let that i had to let that go but um yeah no i think i think keep it if i could i, I would i would definitely keep it um, yeah i'm, I'm just cool. gonna keep it low just keep it low and tight keep it low keep it low and tight which is brilliant i'm glad you managed to get get a, a haircut there and have lost the beanie because i think i saw one of your chats with rachel I think it was Rachel, and um, it you we were outside, and it was looking pretty hot, and I was thinking, this guy is going to melt in front of my eyes. He's going to melt in front of my eyes.
1: <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> why, I, that's why I opted not to do the beanie today.
0: Fair, fair enough. And what sort of temperature is it there at the moment?
1: Uh, probably about the same as what you've been dealing with. It's going to be – I'm in the South Bay in the Bay Area, California, um, <laughs> and it's going to be about 100 degrees today. And it's like – We get, uh, like, very big margins in in our weather, so, you know, it's very common for it to be 50 degrees in the morning and 100 degrees, you know, in the middle of the day. It's super common, but it it started out at about Mm. 80 degrees this morning, you know, so it's already, you know. It's it's,
0: it's only going up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's what, like, high 20s, low 30s for you guys, I would think, so. That's all
0: right. Thanks for making the conversion because I'm still the old money and the new money. I'm still messing that up all the time. So <laughs> thanks for doing that. Good. Well, I think we've got a few more people have just popped into it. Um, yeah. So just mindful of time, I think maybe should we should, we, should we kick off? Maybe I will do a quick introduction about Why For Unity, what what it's about, what we're trying to do, and then I can I can turn it over to you to do a short intro of yourself. Would that Absolutely. Work? Yeah. 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 Grand. So, yeah, first and foremost, thank you everyone for joining wherever you are in the world. Um, my name's Kofi, and for those of you that haven't met me before or heard me speak, um, I'm the founder of Ride for Unity. Um, the idea behind Ride for Unity is that as cyclists, we come in different sexes, sizes, shades and shapes, uh, and really no matter who you are, no matter where you are, together we ride, together we love We love our bikes, we love cycling. Um, and this chat series, which uh, Christopher has kindly joined, um, is really an extension of that theme. So the idea is that hopefully, by hearing the journeys in cycling of a wide and diverse range of cyclists, it can inspire other people to participate just through the, them seeing themselves, you know, through representation. So the idea is that, look, like, if, if Alison can do it, if Abby can do it, if Biola can do it, if Creed up here can do it, if Rory can do it, then why can't we? You know, that's that's right. the central premise behind it. So um, take a breath. Um, so I'm, I'm really delighted. I'm really delighted to introduce you to my pal, if I can call you my pal. Yeah. Like, yeah we my pal, yeah. uh, Christopher Strickland, aka Creedup, aka Creed Dot, aka C. Dot. <laughs> There's so many. Ju- There's a lot. There's we, a lot. Yeah, we need, we need to unpack some of that in a minute. Who, um, who yeah. today is representing us from the West Coast. You said the Bay Area is where you're, you're at right now. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So, sir, so if I can, maybe I can hand over to you and you could give us a quick bio as to, you know, who you are and, and then we can get into a little bit more. From there. Yeah,
1: abs- absolutely. Uh, I want to say hi. I, I see a couple of my homies that popped in here, so hello to Rachel. Hello, Dirt Drops. His name's also Chris. Um, but yeah, okay. hello to you guys who uh, who hopped in here. Thank you for joining us. Um, but yeah, my name is uh, Christopher Strickland. Um, I go by CreedUp on Instagram, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a cyclist in the Bay Area. I've been riding for about six years, seven years. Uh, time's kind of yeah. gotten gone by, uh, but I've been, I've been writing for about six or seven years. And uh, yeah, the, the Instagram handles is like, I like to keep things kind of in their own little spaces. You know, things right. don't necessarily bleed over too much. So CreeDev is my personal account. So, uh, you'll see my girlfriend pop up on there, um, here and there. Yep. Um, but then C.Strickland, that's kind of what I use to forward people to, uh, any type of pseudo professional work. It's kind of like a, like an online, uh, portfolio. Okay. And then, um, I'm also, I kind of run the social media for PhotoPace, which is our cycling collective, which we can talk about too if you'd like.
0: Yes, um, true. True. Definitely. Let's touch
1: on that. And then, um, uh then there's another like kind of alias, which is just my nickname Cree. Um they have like a period and an underscore after it. That's where I do my street photography. So everything is kind of sectioned okay. off into different things. I there will be a day where I actually I think I'll probably consolidate them, but not yeah. not yet. Not
0: quite yet. No, that's amazing. So and I'm I'm impressed because I can just about manage the one hand or you've got the three at least that you're juggling um, there. And, and I just wanna I've seen some other people pop in. I just wanna say hi to Ni, nee, uh, a friend Kenny Sykes, Kenny Sykes I he's Joint and Namaya Brown as well. I think I saw you. And yeah, that's him. My de- guy. Yeah, that's yeah my no, guy. I, I'm yeah, super, super impressed with the stuff he was talking about about finance and intergenerational wealth and all that good stuff. So great to have you tuned in and, and listen to this. So I I think you you you've, you're a veteran in this kind of game. So if we can. I've got some things that we want to discuss and flow and vibe off each other, but I'd love to make it interactive. So yep. if folks want to send us encouragement, if they want to pop some questions in the chat, then we just try and get to it without me switching the whole thing off because my fingers are a bit chubby sometimes, a bit fat. Yeah, cool. All right, so thanks for the intro. Um And should we go by Creedup because I guess that's how people probably most know you? Should I call you Creedup? Yeah, or I do think
1: Creedup is Creedup is like. It's because people see it um, and it yeah. is officially my nickname it's been my nickname for twenty years now more than 20 years okay. um, but I think shorthandedly funny enough I go by Christopher instead of Chris but I also okay. uh, i don't I don't care like you know if you call me Creed Dub or Cree, but people who have known me for a while they'll usually shorten it to Cree. you know but either uh-huh. one it's fine it doesn't
0: matter all right, all right. i'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Cree if that's comfortable um, and I wanted to unpack that so Creed up I get the because Christopher, but Creed. Yeah. Where did that come from? Just to start off with that, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, funny, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't don't put my nickname with my last name. That's like the one okay. thing that does get, get on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> but no, the name um, the name Cree came from the way my mom used to say my name. So it was kind of like a it was kind of like a um, my buddy just kind of hurt. That was the way he was hearing it. My mom used to yell at me all the time. So uh, okay. <laughs> when she would when she'd be yelling for me, it just sounded like she was saying it. Really, was more like krill, and okay. she'd be like okay. around up the stairs, around the corner in her bedroom, asking me to bring her a cup of water or whatever the hell she wanted. You know, anything. You need, that's, anything, that's that's yeah. Right? yeah, you need to exactly. do that. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, and so my buddy used to always make fun of it, and he would always just say it around all our friends, and it went from that phonetic to Cree. And that really just mm. stuck, and and I'm I'm 34. Thir- I turn 35 in a couple of months or in a month actually. Jeez, um, and, totally. and and yeah, it stuck. And so my age was coming uh, into play because the early 2000s everything had a dub at the end for no reason, you know. Okay. So I so I just I just kind of threw it on there, you know, and it all it all stuck. So uh, I've just rolled with it, but it's it's been my official name. It, like that's that's really what people call me, like more oh. than Christopher. Christopher is like very formal
0: that's right okay well i'm not going there i'm going to be as my pal my new pal. we are going to be a yeah. um, day so I, as, the idea behind it as i say is just trying to encourage people to take up cycling hearing the story so i was really curious to know a bit more about your journey into cycling i think you said what six seven years ago you kind of picked up the bike and what could you just talk us through that journey like how did you start off what level did you kind of get to because i've seen a few things but there's some folks that tuned in that might not know a lot so it'd be great to just share that and in the beach, you know yeah excuse me um yeah i um i started riding my buddy marcos
1: we played baseball together so i played um baseball and soccer through junior college and then um after that i um i moved away from the bay area um, mm-hmm. and cycling had kind of shown some glimpses i i lived in an area in miami where people were always training around this like little circuit and so i was like oh bikes bikes were kind of fun but i never got on and then mm-hmm. i moved to houston texas and a, okay. a colleague of mine a colleague of mine was he's my height and he was like hey he's like if you want to get into riding you know I, you should come out he's like i've got an extra bike he's like we're about the same size everything should fit you you know just to, for a to preliminary experience you know and yeah. um and i was like yeah sure but he would always flake on me so like he would be the one that set up all the dates and stuff, the and right, you know, yeah, come over. We're both off on Sunday. Come through, whatever. And then he'd be like, "Oh, sorry, man, I can't do it." And so, uh, by the time I moved back home, which was still yet a couple of more years later, my old teammate Marcos, uh, he mo- We moved back into town at the same time. He moved to Missouri at the same time that I moved to Miami. And then mm-hmm. by the time I got back to the Bay Area, he had moved back um, to uh, San Francisco as well. San Francisco Bay. Area. I'm not from San Francisco. Um, and uh yeah he was like bro I'm, I'm riding bikes it's it's fun you should do it you'll enjoy it and i was like sure you know i've I've already kind of been interested you know yeah and uh so why not and you know he's an old teammate and my teammates to me are like brothers like we've i've both the sports i played especially baseball i played baseball for 17 years and soccer for about <laughs> I, but i played soccer for about 12 so my teammates to me are like it's it's kind of like the closest thing I have to being in the military, you know, like yeah. like soldiers. Like we
0: played at yeah. relatively high levels. So if my teammates yeah. like, hey, do this with me, you'll enjoy it. I'm then you gonna jump play. in. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. And I love that that sportsmanship, the camaraderie that you've got from that. And impressive as well that you play soccer because I I just thought over there like people, I suppose with the World Cups, increasingly the USA have kind of raised the stakes, but I thought. Basketball, what do I know? Um, American football, um, with the sort of the big big things, and baseball as well. So amazing. So oh, maybe we can parlay about the offside rule and some of that stuff later on as well. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna kick around now? Uh, no, I don't. I, I no. actually I just I just rode with a friend
1: the other day, and I was saying yeah. I was like, man, I really wanna I really wanna play again. Um, I think I, I generally speaking, I had decent talent. My uh, old coach uh, in junior college from Liverpool, and um, he. He, he would overheard. always tell me yeah 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 and he okay. would always tell me he would always tell me that i was a bollocks soccer soccer player but i okay. was i love that I was, <laughs> yeah he, he would always say i'm a bollocks soccer player but i i'll do <laughs> you know okay. so, right. so, if you've got, so if he's gonna pick you he'll pick you but yeah you know you're know, not that hard. i love that so, no he just gave me a lot of shit. <laughs> he just like okay. he just he, he did that for encouragement so um Good. so yeah i was the captain so uh, you know,
0: uh, I okay I, I, okay yeah. some levels some levels I love this yeah. so so when you in terms of where you've taken cycling to so you started out when your Marcus got you into it and you you rode like what sort of um, competitive level did you kind of take it to and I guess what events as well did you mostly enjoy doing really? So
1: I uh, I started race. I actually I didn't want to race just because the cost of riding a bike was so expensive to me. And um and so I told him I was like, hey, like I'll save up a you know several thousand dollars. I don't want to use like American lingo if it's like if it doesn't translate. But uh, yeah, and so yeah, yeah, and um so I was like, I'll I'll save up some money and then um and then I'll I'll buy this bike and but I don't want to jeopardize it by crashing it. You know, racing Mm. and of course you know being the competitive person that I am, I started racing anyways. So (laughs) um it didn't you know i wasn't that successful of a racer it wasn't that i wasn't fit i was actually pretty fit um Mm -hmm. but the the strategy of like putting yourself into the lead out especially when you're not on a team you know my last season i raced independent putting yourself um in that like last lap scenario i was i think my second to last season i avoided like thirty or something unnecessary crashes. And when I say thirty, I mean I'm not throwing that number out there. I have it on GoPro. So like I remember tallying it up. And it would always yeah. be a crash at the end of at the end of a race. And coming from uh different sports that are super high level, when it's time mm-hmm. to focus, it's time to focus. And it's
0: unexcusable,
1: mm-hmm. I just don't excuse crashing. So I was just like mm-hmm. my mentality is at a higher level than my where my, my field, my peers, you know? And yeah. I just I didn't want to I didn't want to race amongst that group anymore you know it's like i'm not good i'm not good at this i don't want to take the risk you know i'm just gonna just ride for fun so so i ended up yeah kind of hanging it up after 2017 as far as racing goes um took a little break on cycling but then i came back and i started doing photography with it as well and
0: yes yeah no we should definitely want to chat to you a bit about that and so the type of racing that you did was it more so you talked about laps i'm thinking more it's the the sort of crit style yeah maybe more street Mm -hmm. focused and then would yeah. you do longer road races as well
1: i've done some um i've never i was never that racing road never translated for me as a racer but i love yeah. actually i'm a much stronger rider in long periods of time than i am and like short bursts away uh criteriums are set up so um so it's funny that it, it never really translated but it's also in california it's not there are like it's like the earlier part of the season has a lot of road races and then the right. and, the end kind of stacks them up a little bit more, but the the yep. meat and potatoes of the season is all crits, so it's a, it's uh, at, okay. at least in, yeah, at least in northern california that that's how it is I don't know about uh, other
0: places fair I mean, enough no, that's yeah. that's brilliant and 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 please, can you just share with us a bit about your involvement now, so in terms of how involved you are with cycling? Is it purely from a recreational standpoint that you're doing it now? Are you, are you tempted to come out of semi-retirement every now and then? Um, it'd be great to hear a bit about that.
1: Yeah, I'm always, I'm always uh, wanting to be competitive. You know, like I, it's, it's just one of those things. You, you compete your whole life. You know, just mentality wise, yeah. it has nothing to do with the discipline. Competitive people are just competitive in general. Um, really? And I, you know, aside from COVID, I was actually planning on goal events this year. Um, and we kind of had some, you know, obviously we have the pandemic and then, um, the, the thing that happened with Dirty Kansas, which is obviously canceled now anyways. Um, yeah. but, that was a bit- but, uh, there next year I'll probably do some gravel events. Um, okay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure how many, um, road <laughs> events I'll do, but I, I, I still kind of want to go a little fast on the road bike. So.
0: Nice, nice. I think once you've got that buggy, you've got that feeling and it doesn't go right. You jump on it and you still want to push it and see where you can get to, which is which is lovely. And uh, something that I noticed on your on your profile is that you do some work with some brands now. Uh, Completely your call, if we touch on it, we we touch on it, but I think Specialise and Velocio um were a couple that came to mind and I can't remember there's a bad company as well, but what is that? Yeah from 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 your cycling days, and you've kind of built that relationship with them, and they've kind of continued to grow as you've grown with them or um what's the involvement with them nowadays yeah um
1: so with um with velocio, I was a velocio ambassador while I was racing, and i then I basically kind of raced under the the banner of Velocio my last season um and specialized came after that and the uh, full full time with with specialized. Last year, 2019, was my first year, but that actually came about at the end of twenty eighteen. And right. then North Street Bags is the the bag company that you're talking about. And North That's Street North Street. I've been a North Street ambassador for I think two years, so I think twenty eighteen. Um, okay. is when I became an ambassador for them, and yeah, it all it all came very organically. I've never asked for Velocio It was a slightly different scenario, but for the most part, I've never really asked for um, anything. You know, I, I'm very fortunate, and I, I'm I don't try to um, try to run away from that conversation. People always ask me, "Oh, you're you're a specialized ambassador. How did that happen?" And all, yeah. in all honesty, it was luck, you know. Um, yeah. And I I always have prided myself in being a good person like a genuinely good person you know and mm-hmm. i think i think part of that has helped me you know like you know just having a certain reputation in the in the community that i'm in um and of course yeah. specializes specializes local to the bay area so it's kind of unfair advantage if you're not if you're not in california or not in the bay area but um yeah. but i think you know I've, I've always just been genuinely me and and so I think that that's helps great. me stand out a little bit more um, than great. somebody who might be
0: like aspiring
1: to try and trying be yeah. too hard. Just trying to yeah. be too hard. On,
0: you know, yeah. I get that. And I think that's, that's good to know. And i um, I think in just um, sticking with the present, like, I mentioned it earlier. Like, I am truly uh, impressed with the different projects from afar because I'm here and I've just seen sure. your life through the lens of Instagram. But the different projects that you've got spinning uh, just now, you touched upon photo pace, and that's something that I definitely wanted us to talk about because yeah. I love taking pictures when I'm out, but my pictures don't look like your pictures, but we, we, could, we could work <laughs> on that. Um, and then recently I saw that you got um, the gig for um, the podcast uh, We Got to Hang Out. Yeah, um, yeah yeah as well which which i listened to the first episode of that this week and um when you when you got introduced to that because i know it's been going for a while um so i i just wanted to just open the floor for you just talk a, a bit about the different projects and perhaps which project or projects you're spending most time with at the moment because my head was blown i was just like oh my god like how have you got this time how are you doing all these things like it's it's immense really i don't have any time <laughs> okay. Right. This no, is why you message me. This what is why you message me. Like, what, what is your three AM in the morning or whatever crazy right. thing was saying? Yeah. yeah. No.
1: So yeah. I mean, once again, very fortunate, and um, and I'm I, I'm thankful for everybody who's kind of helped me out along the way, and I try to acknowledge them as much as I can. um yeah. Let's see. I'll start with the photo paste because that's kind of uh, not just my baby. There's there's eight of us, so it's me, Kyle oh, Thornhill. Great. Um, He's on it. He's on here. Yeah, Jump Kyle, Kyle was on there. I saw, I saw he jumped on. So it's me, Kyle Thornhill, um, Chris Corona, who goes by Drip Drops, Patrick Lee, RJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, RJ's last name is Ag Cameron, but I know no one's going to dispel that like naturally. So <laughs> R, RJ, Gene Corneau, cool. uh, Zach Pianko, and Sean Remy. I think that's all eight of us. So right. um, we just started, you know, we. Kyle, I've always described Kyle as like the centerpiece. He's a phenomenal photographer. I, yeah. I would say it, my my personal account might be diversifying a little bit more on who's taking my photo, but for the mm-hmm. last four or five years, Kyle is probably responsible for eighty percent of the content that you actually see of me on my account. Wow. Um, okay. And, and so, uh, hi, Rachel. Um, and so we just kind of came together he's kind of connected all the dots between all of us and and we all just have a passion for cycling and photography i mean that's as simple as that and and individually we all have pretty strong relationships you know i have a velocio relationship and a specialized relationship and kyle and kyle rj and patrick were previously with paul Normal, now they're with or not uh, well two of them are with or not um mm-hmm. and so we we kind of just saw this opportunity to join forces in one in one you know center piece you know one hub because yeah. what happens is if bicycling magazine reaches out to us to do a project most likely it's going to include another three of us or another four of us so right, right. we we figured it would be smart to kind of consolidate where we're at so we people can start reaching out to us through photo pays and and then we can kind of see who's available to do what project you know, yeah. uh, that's, that's fantastic yeah and it's it's really worked and i mean yeah i mean I, I i i'm just very confident in saying that we are very talented photographers
0: and that we can no, no. execute any job that you know has been provided if, if if folks don't know i mean definitely should check out photo and and i think having seen some of the pictures that you've got which i'll talk about in a second i mean yeah there's there's some skills there so afterwards maybe we can have a session you could teach me some, some of the ways to get my life in that the Movement right, um, and everything else, and then we we got to hang out as well. So the podcast that that was interesting. I hadn't realized it'd been going for as long as it'd been going, but I think this this month, last month, you 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 took it over. So you're you're the main guy now. You're running that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I I'm I'm the new host of We Got to Hang Out, which is like an honor, and it's it's a crazy crazy opportunity. Um. I, I I'm still stunned by it, honestly. And that came about after my la- my very last talk, which now I'm trying to, I'm struggling to remember who my last chat was. I think it was with Britley Bowman. And mm-hmm. um and somebody had mentioned in the podcast or I'm sorry, in the I do live as we are doing now, that I should do um a podcast or a YouTube or something and I I was like, Oh, you know, like I just wanted to make sure I got a message out, you know, speaking towards yeah. the black community and, and black experience mm-hmm. and things like that. And coincidentally, another Velocio ambassador was in that chat. Um, and her co-host, because she's a part of uh, the We Got to Hang Out podcast, her co-host earlier that week or that same day had said that she was done with the podcast and she wanted to, her contribution to the community was to give somebody an opportunity to have a podcast mm-hmm. that's that's a turnkey opportunity so it was they gave me the equipment the website um they kept all the subscriptions yeah. for for the podcast um i mean basically everything i needed to start a podcast yeah. like imagine if you wanted to start a podcast you probably go google what do i need to start a podcast what do you do how do you do it, right yeah yeah that whole list of things that would pop up they gave that whole thing to me plus the podcast Fantastic. so yeah, it yeah, was, I- it was a huge opportunity and I was super nervous to do it. And I actually did record my uh, first episode with dirt dropsuit still in here. Um, and that'll, that'll be coming out in the next several days. Um, but, um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of how that happened. And I'm, I'm really excited to to do this because it's a huge opportunity. It's just, those girls are so casual and they're so amazing. And they're like, Oh yeah, it's, it's just for fun. I mean, they've had, they've had Chris King on there. They've had Kyle D Kelly on there. They've had, They've had John Watson on there. They've had every big name, at least in the United States, for cyclists, yep. on that podcast. I'm like, I'm about to interview my mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll reciprocate. When, you know, I, right. I'll, but no, because I, I listened to the first one, like I said, and like that was super casual. And I remember them asking you, like, so um, can we drink? And you're like, do you all drink? And they're like, well, it's up to you. It's like your show now. You You set the yeah. rules. Like, what do we do here? And it's just yeah. really just... It's just like, it seems like a bunch of friends just vibing and just talking yeah. about bikes and um, cycling. And they've got people from, I think Trek were on there and yeah. Chris King mentioned. So big, big, big names So yeah, that's going to be uh, interesting. Um, so someone's come in and said he really is a genuinely good person. I remember when I started racing bikes in the N-C-N-C-A and he was always very supportive. Oh, wow. Looking forward to racing bikes again. Yeah. Thanks to both. Creed up. that is brilliant. Who said yeah. that? Can you see? That's
1: that? Mackenzie. Mackenzie, I'm pretty sure
0: this is her and uh, she's
1: out Long. of... Um the davis area sacramento davis area if I'm, if I'm not mistaken okay yeah uh super super radical i mean she had a good she had a good season uh a couple of times for mike spikes if, it, if this is the person who i think it is uh, you know the, yeah the, when the profile pictures change like my brain is like it's but, uh, a
0: bit, uh, yeah, you, but i'm pretty sure I that, know who that is that's fantastic so i mean um Good. So you've got you've got photopace. We've touched upon also uh, the podcast. Um, so at the moment, in terms of time spent, investment in time, where where are you sort of at? Where you, what what project are you? Because I know you have no time, like you said, but where are you spending the majority of your time in?
1: Right now, I think, um, especially at this uh, juncture, um, I I apologies, Mackenzie. I, I see her with her, uh, mentioning her pronouns. Um, she, Mackenzie is non-binary, and um, and sorry the tr- lost track of thought but uh photo paces is, is like my is, is like our baby and that's okay. so that's where that's where the opportunities are going to come and so mm-hmm. that's what i put a lot of time into but also mm-hmm. we got to hang out is it's still i i have to find a way to kind of bring it up a little bit because right um i i also see uh, that being a huge opportunity for me to connect with people as well um so it's it's just it's really challenging because with photo we get we get a lot of uh requests for projects all the time um yeah. and then we still get like our own individual requests as well um and and then with uh the we got to hang out uh podcast it's it's just going to be a challenge because i need to still i want to be consistent and i want i want to run with this i'm i'm, I'm very um I get very like used to being like comfortable in certain situations, right? right. And and so uh, we got to hang out is putting me outside of my comfort zone a little bit, but I mm-hmm. want to be able to um, get to the point where I have enough momentum to um, to do a podcast, edit it, and roll it out. Which also yeah. to those ladies credit. Um, to those ladies' credit, they're they're helping me out with the, the audio editing and getting rolling on like the first like handful of episodes, just so I'm not yeah. like, too inundated. However, yeah. um, this first this first episode, I am editing myself just to get my feet wet. But um, yeah. but yeah, it's it's going to be um, it's, good. it's That's be brilliant.
0: Because yeah. is it going to be uh, monthly or is it every every couple of months that um, we're going to hang out? going to be or well,
1: we'll later? see. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Um, I I want to. I want to get as many going as I can. So the the strategy is to backlog. I think what I'm doing with the the first episode is kind of like a bonus episode. So the audience that I've, that, uh, we got to hang out has already retained. I want them to have something to listen to and kind of get introduced to myself. However, I want to, um, I I want to backlog maybe like four to five episodes at a time. So that way I can roll them out on a pretty consistent basis. Right. 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 if that's monthly, it's monthly. If it's every two weeks, it's every two weeks. We'll just see what works the best for.
0: What the time. works? Yeah. 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 No, I think yeah. Look, credit to you for taking that on, and, and interesting that you feel uncomfortable. Some my wife's on here actually, and something that she um, has said for years is that you sort of, you see one, then you do one, and then you teach one. I mean, it may be a few more than that, but but um yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get into that that iterative process um and a few shout outs to oh ben's here the head of music he did um, a, a really cool edit for our last outdoor ride for unity um and yash Keo, welcome thanks for joining um so just in terms of how we got connected so I, I came across you on instagram and i guess i've got more and more engaged um with the amazing photos that you shot but you've also featured in with you know carl and the other photo paste crew um but also because you look pretty cool, um, riding the same brand of bike that, that I happen to ride, although I think oh, okay. yours might, might be in a different bracket to, to mine or your, yours, plural, which we could, we could talk about. Um, but I, I think increasingly, and you might not know this, but I've, uh, I've taken a lot of, uh, knowledge, um, from how proactive and I think how vocal you've been about the challenges of, of racial injustices, um, that that've gone on um, in america really and i was just interested to unpack that a little bit and just just check in with you in terms of what kind of trip. it felt like it felt like we have like fuse boxes here when when the power goes off or trip i don't know if you've got the same thing do you call it a fuse box over there yeah 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 mm-hmm. so it felt like the power went off and and it tripped a switch for you um and I, at some point because like I, you just would get more um i guessing in, in content coming out, more frequent interviews, just using the platform that you've got. And I I just was curious to understand for you being here, like what was it that kind of made that switch happen if if it indeed it, it did switch, you know? Well,
1: you know with social media it's kind of is is a little different right because we're mm-hmm. always taken at least at, at the type of account that i have you know some people have personal mm-hmm. accounts and that's that's totally fine and i i consider my account personal i think you if mm-hmm. you, you want to get personal with me you have to just reach out to me which i'm like totally open with you know if somebody cool. messages me i have a yeah. like a personal policy to to respond to every single thing that i get when mm-hmm. it um when it comes to social media i think the reason it feels like kind of like you know like this like hard switch is because i i'm a normal person and i think about this stuff all the time you know i mean you you've been black your whole life if i'm not mistaken i've been black my whole life you know so, so yeah. I, I i think about this stuff all the time and it was actually when we were talking me and nehemiah were talking and we had been talking i don't know if it was coincidence so it might have been because of uh, ahmaud arbery um versus yeah. george floyd because george floyd is when things like really kicked off but yeah. I think because Ahmad Aubrey, the discussion of that happened about three weeks prior, I, I we me and Nehemiah were already having some conversations and then George Floyd happened and we had a more serious conversation and he was like, dude, we need to go live and I think we had already been talking about going live and I was just like, Well, we gotta go now. You know, like this is that <laughs> we we have to talk if we wanna if we wanna have impactful conversations and So I think by the time we probably had that scheduled out maybe three days prior. And by the time we got to the day of having the conversations, I was like, I should probably do more than just a one off because I want this to have an impact. And I and, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just keeping it real. Two black guys talking about black experience comes off a certain way because people like, well, you two are black. So obviously you get it like you're you're, you're preaching to the choir. So I was like, well, why don't why don't I get, you know, a black male, a black female? um a white female uh, a white male and so people can start to understand you know there shouldn't be this barrier of understanding what the black experience is and i think that's why this these conversations that you've been doing for so long are really impactful because it, it normalizes it, it like it, there's always this oh what can we do what can we do i don't know treat us like normal people simple you know like why, why is and why is this such a hard discussion and so um and so i think because of the format that i had and you know i'm, I'm a loose and I'm, I'm i feel like i'm being more serious now when we're talking but i'm a loose like you know pretty jocular guy that just yeah, yeah. like i i just joke around and i i think people were able to actually see me because also you know i i didn't do anything like that so you just see a guy who takes photos all the time you know and yep. then you finally get to hear me speak you know um so I think I think the value of that kind of just got people's attention. And once again, unfair advantage. Um, I'm a specialized ambassador and a Veloso okay. ambassador, and they did an amazing job at putting my face in front of their audience when I'm doing these conversations. So not only did was I doing something, I had a decent platform. But not only am I doing something, I'm having these huge platforms
0: say, "Hey, go listen to Creda because he's talking yeah. about something serious." You know, yeah, and I. I, I, I uh, that's amazing I think you you have that. I think similarly, you know, here as well. Like I've, I've got some support from some amazing brands so far. I think in the US, specialize are doing a lot. I saw the statement they yeah, put out yeah. there in terms of needing to do more. And I think you and Zach were talking about clipping in and starting that yeah. off. And um, just to sort of relate it, I think for me, like Armad happened. I think that was about February time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, happened in February, but didn't get coverage until April that's that's it um and Breonna Taylor and then for me George Floyd was like the point and that's really why I'm sat here now because I uh traditionally been in lockdown I'd not really been indoor riding a lot I'd mostly been an outdoors guy and i had been spending time my turbo but on a Sunday I'd go out for a long ride and try and do those photos and just enjoy the sceneries I think there's a a synergy between cycling and and photography because you see some beautiful stuff while you're out um and the week after George Floyd died, I tried to go on the bike and literally it's like stuff didn't taste the same anymore. Like I didn't even want to, I tried to take my camera and I was just like, "Yeah, this, what am I doing? you know, you know, like it's just like this doesn't feel right. And, and and I'll be honest, I know it's not really about me, but I've been comfortable. My experience is probably very different to your own experience. But when I saw the picture of him with his daughter looking at her, it's something just. Flip for me. I was like, that could be, that could be me. That could be me. I mean, it's it, and I and I just thought I need to do something. So for about a week, I was just like, head down, just thinking, and talk to my wife about it, and she helped me come up with the idea of wife unity. And I thought, right for lockdown we're in it we can't go out riding we can't do this stuff that we normally do how about i start a virtual cycling community so on a wednesday we do a swift ride with a zoom call so you can chat talk about bikes you know how we like to talk about bikes yeah, um if you don't use Zwift because of the barriers to entry or because you just don't like it then you can join the call on another turbo or you'd ride outside and join the Strava club that we've got Unity, and then every pedal stroke you do gives you a release it makes you feel like you know you're part of something you're doing something wow. while you're formulating some other ideas so so that's how we came a, a, a about um but I've talked too much way more than I planned to but no like every time okay. I, yeah. I have this chat it makes it it's almost like therapy it's like you just get stuff yeah. off your chest and mm-hmm. reciprocate but um what I'm curious to know, like, what's the vibe now? Because I think I saw one of your earlier live things when you were talking to, I can't remember who, but you were saying that you were expecting some protests and riots and stuff, and it seemed pretty hairy, like, there oh, you were yeah, looking yeah. um, at. What, what's the vibe now, like, in the Bay Area in San Francisco? It's, and and what's, what's the sense and the feeling, you know, from from, from everything that's
1: gone on? Uh, I, think, I think for the Bay Area standard, it's kind of gotten back to normal kind of, pandemic level mm-hmm. consciousness mm-hmm. you know and it because you know the bay area is, is just i mean we're the home of the black panthers we're the home of vietnam protests we're we're like we are home of uh, like a lot of consciousness that's like kind of you know precipitated through the world so i we're always vocal we actually we, uh i don't i don't know actually what the protest is going to be for but tomorrow we're supposed to have a protest down here in san jose um, okay. And I and I'm actually I'm not sure what it's for. I'm I'm assuming it's Black Lives Matter um, because they're, they're going to have like police and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but generally speaking, I I think we've kind of like mellowed down. But the, the, you still see the conversations. You still ride through like white neighborhoods that say Black Lives Matter everywhere. You know, which is good. You right. know, um, and so it's still
0: it's um, still out yeah.
1: there this is the, the it's 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 gotten to a, a sustainable level like you know i think um if you've seen like the bicycling magazine stuff with um chris corona the stuff he did you know it, his conversation the half face portraits that he was doing it really kind of talks about we are not whole until we are all whole which is the message that he took i think from the black Ma- lives matter movement but um yeah. it's really focusing on that endurance and i think the bay area at least is kind of hitting that endurance level of sustainability, because you can't, you can't protest and riot every day. You know what I mean? You just can't, like, it's not sustainable. You you can't, you can't, you know, put a black person, if you're, if you've never been putting black people on your page, you know, you're not, you can't put a black person every day and come off authentic. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, when, when George Floyd happens and you got your best black friend and you're like, oh man, I've never even shouted you out before. I'm going to put you on my page. Cool. But you can't do that forever because, yeah. Had that been the case, then you should have been doing that before, right? You know, and true, so true. The, Bay, the Bay Area has gotten to this level of like sustainability of like continually talking about the message. However, mm-hmm. it's not like it's it's not like it was in June when okay. everybody was out, you know, and and all that. Yeah,
0: so that stuff. Well, no, I, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that it's still there and it's still moving on. And yeah, interestingly, I did see I didn't see Chris's um, thing, but I saw your bicycling article where you said I think it was. If you want to know what it's like to be black, for, uh, yeah. for, like, be a cyclist, which I, yeah. I was, I, that was hilarious. Um, yeah. but in, in the interest of like, keeping it flowing and, and and if anyone's got questions, like, please do jump in. I'm glad yeah. that yeah. folks are yeah. listening attentively. Uh, give a shout out to Cara, uh, give a shout out to my wife, Jilly, who's on here as well. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining and, and, and girls. Um, if, 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 if just putting you on the spot right now, I know we have talked about this, but if, if the magic, magic wand existed and you had the power, any power, and you could hit on maybe two or three things that were going to make a difference to the situation in terms of racial injustice and leveling up so that, you know, I believe, like, we all win, society wins when we all win, you know, I think equality is it, it's, it's a must. Um, but if you had to pick two or three things that you would go, right, I've got the magic, I've got the power, um, this is what I would do, but what are the things that you reckon you might sort of hit first? I
1: don't know if I would choose two things, but and this is this could sound a little funny. My goal would be to erase what we've used to create racism. Racism is not some something that just exists we We had to create it, but yeah. instead of instead of full on instead of full on erasing it, I would just, my magic wand would be for people to actually acknowledge where it's come from and and not try to act like it doesn't exist. I don't think you get, I don't think you get rid of a problem by erasing it. I think you get rid of a problem by acknowledging it, right? And and knowing how, when, and where it comes from. And Mm. that, I think ultimately, you know, I, I, I definitely obviously don't know how you grew up, but growing up, black kid um listens to hip-hop whatever not everything about my life was healthy from the jump you know what i mean just in general like you know i i I was talking about this and i i I hate to like keep bringing this up but um i didn't grow up in the hood but like my both my family both my parents are from the hood and therefore my family is from the hood and i have no problem being there and i think that the part of me that was exposed to that for so long and I didn't have any bad experiences in the head by the way um, but the, the part of me that was exposed to that that's not a progressive way of thinking you know what I mean mm-hmm. it, and and so as a as I got more mature I had to like revisit those things and say you know got to get rid of that gotta get rid of that this can stay mm-hmm. gotta get rid of that you know you got to reform yeah. the way you think and I think if you tried to just say get rid of racism sure mm-hmm. that would be that would be cute you know, but it's not going to do anything because then people don't know to, how to acknowledge what racism is. You know what I mean? They're, they don't have the ability to. So you need to yeah. be able to acknowledge the, the unhealthy habits that people have. You know, that's yes. that's the biggest thing. Because it, you look at go, going back to the bicycling thing, it's like you, uh, I was just talking to, I think it was uh, Doug in here, uh, but, you know, people people will comment on um, I think the analogy I used is like the person who has uh bad humor, like or if you don't have like a good sense of humor. You get offended mm-hmm. by a joke. You get offended by a joke because the joke applies to you and you don't laugh. You think it, it, it makes you mad. And that's like with Bicycling Magazine. Bicycling puts out a hey, we need to be better. And you're like, shit, that applies to me. I don't I don't need to be better. Like this makes this makes me mad. Why is bicycling telling me what to do now? It's like, well it's because you disagree. You know what I mean? That's why you're offended. That's why you're mad. That's why you're in the comments. You know, and, and I think that's just indicative of people lacking to acknowledge what's going wrong in the world. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I truly do. I, 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 don't, I don't see it any other way. And I, 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 sorry, I carried on so much with that, but
0: uh, that's okay. That's okay. Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to build on that because I think, you know, for, for me, like, uh, and, you know, my experience, I'm not even going to pretend like I've been arrested a ton of times. I haven't, I've had some brushes. Most of my friends have had some brushes, but you know, I, it's, I've been, living a good life i think what's um interesting for me is i think after i got triggered to start Life for unity to try and do something positive to bring people together to try and increase representation in what i was seeing um i i I think i I got a bit uh i wouldn't say like keyboard warrior-ish but whereas before i'd kind of keep low profile i just see stuff and i just go mad and i learned all this vocabulary like virtual signal i can't even if it's virtual (laughs) and okay. all this like what about me and and i was like damn like how why why is it that with a... kids i'm on the call oh good night i'm actually live on the thing right now so good night good night guys. Gotta love go, 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 go. go see you later good night to the kids yeah, Bless yeah them. there you go. Um, you got to say night. You got to say goodnight. Yeah, no, they have to. Mum said, you have to say goodnight. Thank you, Mum, for yeah, yeah, sending me. There you a, go. You, there you good go. Night. this why so, uh, She's got great bodies. Um, so, I was, I was, yeah, so I was messaging some people, and like, you know, Zwift put something out saying that they wanted to donate to the NAACP and do some other stuff. And I was, I was just looking at it thinking, oh, this is good. Like, you're trying to do something. And knowing that you just can get shot down for doing too much, too little virtual, signal, whatever, all this stuff. Um, but it, but it, but it was helpful, I think for me to sort of get out there. And I, I just found it interesting that, um, when we're cycling, whenever I've been out on a ride, if I've had a mechanical or a puncture, you know, something, it doesn't matter about color. I don't think like people just stop and they help. If you in a bunch, you just stop and you help. And likewise, it's reciprocal. So I, you know, Talking to cyclists who are mainly here, I think we get it. And that's why I thought let's use cycling as that vehicle to spread positivity. Cause if we can get it and we're motivated to be active in in our inclusivity, then we you know we can we can make some change there. So yeah, I'll pause. And, and keep a track of time as well. So the other question I did want to ask you about was just um, about inspiration and and whether, you know, you draw inspiration from anyone. Because, like, literally seeing you and what you've been doing, that's why I've been on the case with you so much, has really inspired me to sort of find my voice and sort of think, I don't have much of a platform, but let me use it to do something because this guy's out there and he's doing it and he's he's not afraid. He's just speaking and he's being real, and I I love that. So do you draw inspiration from anyone being in life or in cycling that, that kind of, has had a strong impact and influence on on you? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't,
1: I don't idolize celebrities and I I know you're not asking me to to throw out a celebrity name there, but, um, I don't. I don't analyze celebrities. So it's a lot of people. Like this guy. The guy in there, uh, Omar uh, Castillo, but uh, his name is O Castle. Uh, he's a, he's a great example. He's uh, the when I was in Houston, he was my manager in Houston. He was one of the managers in Houston, and he's a man of faith. You know, um, kind of just speaks his word, and I, I definitely draw inspiration from him. But I draw inspiration from all my friends that are actually doing something and trying something. Um, um, you know, I think I think ultimately what gets me motivated are people who have the ability and i'm not saying i'm this person uh, but uh people who have the ability to just say hey this is what i want to do this is the message i want to get out and i'm i'm just gonna i'm gonna figure it out you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna do it so all of my friends who or people who like brushed my life you know are inspirations to me honestly i i I,
0: I keep it simple, you know. I don't yeah, fair enough. I appreciate that. And, I, and I, what I would say is that, look, for any folks that are here that haven't followed you before, definitely check out the @creedup um, handle on Instagram. And the, the IGTV videos will keep you up because I find them enlightening, but also entertaining as well. Like the one where you're telling the story about Ryan, your, your friend, yeah. you, you know, sadly <laughs> Try to get him to beat you up so that your mum, your mum would let you off. I relate to that. Later. I really wish it would have
1: beat me up. I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. But it would have yeah. been one of, like, many other times I would have gotten in trouble, so it wouldn't have yeah.
0: been. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely relate to that. And I think, um, yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. So, so with the story you told about come back late, so I, I had a, a period in time when I was 15, 16, and my best friend, Dean, at the time we went out, I, my, my dad split up, so I was leaving my dad at the time. We went to a park, and then someone at the park was like, oh, there's this party happening. Like, come on, you guys. You're going to roll with us. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I shouldn't, but yeah, I want yeah. to go. It's to the place yeah. to be. So, so, so I went, and and Dean he used to live literally down the road for me. So needless to say, we stayed out for for way beyond my bedtime. And I got back, and I was like, Dean, look, dude, you 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 have to stay at my house tonight. You you, you need to do. That. And he's like, Why? I, I've got my. You, we live fifty meters. I was like, Bro, please s- stay at my house tonight. So he came back, and we crept in. Into my room, I said, like, "You have my bed. I'm sleeping on the floor. It's all good." Um, about five minutes later, I hear my dad get up, and the door just slams open, and he's like, "Ghanaian, we're Ghanaian." he's like, "Kofi, so you think you're a big man, huh? You, you think you're a big man?" And he had a belt in his hand. He tried to switch oh, no. on the. Level. he tried to gonna, switch you on the. picture in the bed. Oh man, it's good. It's good. So this is what I had Dean there. So I went to press the light, but being a fourteen, fifteen year old, I had the light bulb had blown. I hadn't changed it. I could just see the silhouette with the belt thing, and I was like ah, and Dean was, like, ah, was like ah, and he was like Dean, and he was like oh sorry, and then he went back to his room, and my heart was like and then Dean, oh my god what was just about to happen just there so Dean's a white guy so he was like oh, what was about to happen and I was like oh man listen, thank you so much for coming man <laughs> you, you saved me so when you told that story about um, Ryan and how your mum was just going to give it to you I could, oh, just, yeah. I could just I could just see parallels to, you know we don't mess with our parents really in uh, that and now
1: we and you know and like I said I I, I don't want to make it seem like like black people are that much different than white people but I'll, yeah. I'll tell you from experience. Like my black mom did not raise me like some of my white mom Like my friends were white moms, you know. And I was like, my mom is going to beat my ass, like, like, I was Like it's not a joke. Like this is, yeah. so it's
0: funny. I, I, I'm you're you're a little bolder than me. You put your your friend in the line of fire. Well, no, I, I when he was on the bed. I was closest to the door, but I knew that when my dad came in and he saw him, he be like, what? Tomorrow's another day. So, yeah, sure. I, I live to tell the tale. I live to tell the tale. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, back, Back to cycling, I, I love I loved how we sort of bounce around a bit. But yeah. one of the things I wanted to ask you about was like a favorite ride that you've had that maybe would inspire someone else in the future, you know, when we come out of the pandemic to try that. Is there a ride mm-hmm. or a race that you've done that kind of sticks in your mind as one that was special to you for any particular reason? Easy. Uh, the SF to LA ride we did last year. Um, so mm-hmm. me
1: and basically, I think everybody, but one of the photo paste members, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about, that, is that true too? Um, so we rode from San Francisco to Los Angeles, which is, uh, 500 miles. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, so, so that's like, a, I think that's somewhere around 900 K I know for, uh, London, you guys do miles, but, um, 900 K ish, um, if you're if you're not from the United States or use the metric system or whatever um, but yeah that one was amazing so i had never i had never ridden a I I'd never ridden it a day after a century I'd only done two legit centuries in my life you know mm-hmm. that were like actually a hundred miles I remember the first time I tried to go out I did like ninety seven miles which is still it's still fine but um yeah, so i never i never rode the day after a century um and what I'm talking I don't do centuries i just don't do them like they're not in, they're not interesting to me i don't i don't find them like cool you know um <laughs> and so for for me to to say hey like we're gonna ride 125 miles every day for four days
0: you four know days.
1: It, Yeah. yeah it, that was that was huge and it, it was cool obviously because it was with the photo crew and and we're all photographers and so when the ride gets tough, we're just taking photos. But in all honesty, like, and those guys, uh, I, I love every single one of those guys. We are we are literally like family. We fight, we argue, we do all of that, like all of that. You know, the whole dynamic of a family exists within PhotoPace, and um, and but we enjoyed every second of it. You know, it was it was it, it, it was just mind blowing. Every everything about it, the, the scenery, the experience. Day two was a horrible day for everybody. We rode. 130 miles on day two from Monterey to uh, Morro Bay, um, which is it was like 130 miles. It wasn't a terrible amount of climbing, maybe eight or nine thousand feet. So compared to the mm-hmm. mileage, it wasn't too bad. Uh-huh. But we about 50 miles out, we hit this headwind, and um, we had 50 miles of just a horrendous time. It started the ride started so high, and then just tanked. Yeah. And we yeah. got to Morro Bay, and I remember we, we got an Airbnb. My girlfriend, um, RJ's girlfriend, and then our driver, Gene, um, who's part of Pace. I guess he didn't do the ride either, but he, he drove. He was part of support, which yeah. was a huge deal. He had They always had our Airbnb ready when we arrived. And when we arrived, we didn't say anything to... No one spoke for cool. for like 30 minutes. Yeah, we were just okay. like... And it was one of those things where it was like, I don't know how we're going to do this tomorrow. You know, it wasn't... We were... We were we were beat up pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know if it was the physical, but it was the mental
0: that we were like, mm-hmm.
1: we don't want to do this anymore,
0: you know. And yeah. so how, three, did you, how did you how did you get back on it? Because I'm thinking like you could have stopped. You're doing it for fun, I guess, or so were, were you raising money for charity or anything?
1: No, this was actually just you know for the ride. Uh, we had we had tried to do it a couple of years prior and it fell apart. So yeah. we were just kind of giving it another go. And um, I know I feel like you're probably gonna run out of time, maybe in like four or five minutes just to be conscious of the time but um uh we we just got back on the bike and i think that was like the part it was like getting back on the bike on day two so starting that horrible ride was easy and i was like oh this isn't that bad and then the bike ride got really bad and so day three was really daunting because i was just like i don't know how we're gonna do this we get back on the bike we start pedaling this is supposed to be the biggest day and things just got better and better and better and better and and we actually had to deal with some mechanicals that day um mm-hmm. and those got better and we we cut about 20 something miles out of the ride that day but it was still over 100 miles it was, it was like 125 miles that day we were supposed to do like wow. 150 miles that day and um and so i just remember we were riding from Morro bay to santa barbara that day and <clears throat> by the time we got on 101 which put us about 40 miles away from the destination I mean, I couldn't be happier. Like, I I mean, we were, we were sure. zooming. Yeah. And it was just, it was just a, a sense of getting on the bike and just doing it. You know, I'm with my friends. What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? And I mean, when we got to our Airbnb in Santa Barbara, we were stoked. So like day two was complete opposite of day three. Day three, yeah. we ended on a steep climb and were stoked. Day day two we ended up like on a flat and were like broken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, and that I think that's the journey with cycling and like you 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 kind of suffer and you sort of work through stuff and then you don't give up and you come back and no like, I I love that and I, I'm just gutted because I think you're you're right like we will we will run out of time very soon and there's so much more but maybe maybe if you if you're game we can find some time in, in your busy schedule down the line to talk more but um before before we end I'd I'd, I'd love to like just give you the opportunity to if there's anything we haven't covered for like literally like 30 seconds 45 seconds just to to share with us and then i can yeah. do some closing sure and you know this is up to you i don't I,
1: I don't know how you you run your show i have i have time so if you want to like reboot we can reboot um i just didn't wanna, okay. i just didn't want to get cut off but um yeah but yeah sorry i'm long-winded but if, if we're if we're finishing here um yeah just check us out you know go to photopix gotcha. uh, it's it's at Photo dot pace on Instagram. Um, you know my my name is here, dub. That's my main account. That's where you can engage with me. And please, I've had people say like, "Oh, I didn't think you would engage with me because you're a specialized ambassador and you have a you have a decent account." Dude, if you if you message me, I will message you back. Like I I try this to do true. my best to have genuine conversations
0: with people. So message me. I yeah, will, no, I will talk to you. Hundred um, percent. I think that's how we got connected. You know, I reached out and we we start interacting and true and to your word, you know, we've made this time happen, but yeah, I do, I do have some time. So, I mean, there's a few other things that I did want to touch upon. So I don't know. Should we, should we end it yeah. and then come back in for like 10, 15? Yeah. Just I it just, off. It was... Yeah. yeah. It off and we'll do
1: a part two. Yeah. I'll see you in a minute. Oh, okay.
0: All right. I'll be right back. Hey, cool, man. And we're back. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. And I think we'll just give it a few more seconds and let, let others join back in. And thank you so much yeah. for making this time. I didn't plan for us to run to the hour, but it's been great. I'm long-winded. I'm long-winded. No, I'm I'm not at all. There's, there's some knowledge that you've been um, sharing and, and telling us about that. It's great, and I'm the same. Like, It's not about me, but I keep adding my stories. I like to talk, as you no. can see. I'm trying to listen more. I'm to listen more. Um, so we've got a few... Oh, Yuri's in the house. Hi, Yuri. Um you, I don't know if you've come across you, but she's doing some fantastic work over here in the UK, actually. You de Adesida, have you come across her as yet? Uh,
1: no, no, no. All your guests. I, mean, I, I listened to Alison Wood um, before we hopped on, and then um, I don't know if it's sequentially if this is the right one, but uh, uh, Bald Lady Sharon? Everyone, name's Sharon? Sonia. Sonia.
0: Sonia. Sonia. Yeah. Sonya, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so she give you a run for your money. She, she has six bikes, and we need to talk about how many bikes you've got in just a second, <laughs> yeah. actually so no she's she's amazing um and they're part of uh the women of color cycling collective here in 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 london um they seem to be growing different chapters but some fantastic Alison, if you heard that one i mean she's ultra inspirational in terms of all the different things that she's been doing um which is great so no i think we we, let's jump into it because at the end of that people can catch it if we record it so um so some of the things that uh i wanted to touch when we haven't it's just a few more things was was really when i see your pictures or carl's pictures or whoever's taking the pictures i always feel like i need a new bike that's the thing like the way we, the the lighting and i just i just feel like i need a new bike so for me sure. i just wanted to, to and i'm not going to tell chelsea i'm, I'm going to mention this to anybody no one knows how many bikes are actually in your fleet right at this moment because there was a new pink thing that i saw today that i've not seen before so how many how many bikes are you up to right now? one I just
1: change the color every time I ride it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes oh. oh my god what a like because uh, I still see the gravel bike in there I've seen some I've some sort of tarback in okay all right You've got I, I paint, you got one I it every I it every day I change the tires every day so you, and, and that's your story you're sticking to that it's one Absolutely. one bike yeah, yeah. wow uh, okay uh, <laughs> amazing uh, <laughs> no,
1: I have i just sold so i just sold my uh my red tarmac which i had been riding for the last uh, year um is so that, that one of the time moves yeah that, yeah. Wheel. yeah that's yeah. beautiful so i i sold that to make room for um the bike that i just received which we'll get to in a second and then i have a diverge and i have another tarmac the the first tarmac that i had um which is also an s works that was, that was like my first, like I had a Fuji before and this isn't a knock on Fuji. I, I, I love their bikes and all that. But like, you know, like if you, if you get a, if you get an S works, I mean, you're going to be a happy person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, um, and so that was like my first, like creme de la creme bike, you know? And, yeah. and so I, I actually keep that, um, at my house. I've been staying down with Chelsea and, um, San Jose during like quarantine and this like odd time where, mm. um, but I keep that at my house and it worked out really well because when I sold my, um when i sold my red tarmac i didn't have a proper road bike at the time i do have a loner roubaix but that's just a loner that's not my bike i actually i haven't even put that on instagram or anything like that because it's not that's no. not really my bike you know um i'm up to about five i
0: think but that could be um, have i counted right? right i think you might be right i think you might that's, be right that's good good so what's this yeah. big one uh the, the, pink, pink oh, so the pink one the pink one's a new SL seven. So uh, Oh you got that. That's what yeah. that is. Yes. Oh wow. I I think I saw it and um there was a the NAS song Stillmatic, was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah yeah. So, yeah, that looks yeah. but it's, there's no there's no um, labeling on it, it's just stealth well, it's not stealth because pink is pretty visible.
1: But. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a um it's it's actually it's got the specialized label on it. You can't see you're never gonna see it, I don't think. But it's like uh, this ghost. It's this really cool, like ghost pink, like purpley glittery thing, which is really cool mm-hmm. because, um, like my first uh, specialized bike is a glitter. It's like black glitter, and this one has like wow. the the glitter in it. And so, it, it it's a cool bike. i it's it's hard to take photos of, to be honest. But mm-hmm. um, but it, you'll you'll see them. I I got I just picked it up yesterday. Oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah, I just finished getting it built. So um, so I rode it yesterday. Um, for like. Twenty miles, not nothing too long, yeah. and then um, yeah. I'll, actually, I don't know. It's gonna be hot today, so I don't know if I'm gonna ride today or not because it's midday now.
0: But yeah, um, I'll be riding it throughout the whole weekend, and I'll I'll try to find some cool places to take photos. No, of I, yeah, no, I look forward to that because I'm um, yeah I'm I'm on a specialized, but I've got a Tarmac, not not S Works. Yeah, I'm building up, I'm building up to that. Mm, um, yeah. And from what I've seen of the SL Seven, it's kind of the Venge is going. Is that right? The Venge is gonna yeah. be gone, the and Venge's then this gone. is yeah. This is the one bike to, to rule them all. To rule yes, them all. The really. one, yeah, exactly. And does and it yeah. feel pretty sweet, right? Yeah, you know, so,
1: uh, somebody asked me that um, earlier. It's So, And even though I'm a specialized ambassador, they don't ask me to say, like, positive things about the bike. They're, they're not, I'm not going to slam it. I'm an ambassador. But um, yeah. for between between the SL5, the SL6, and, and now the SL7, the biggest difference I noticed for me, what I personally am really into is the front end the back end feels about the same it's it's stiff you know you put the power down it's good and i would say that it's a slight improvement but you're not going to notice anything too crazy on the back end on the front end um it's definitely more aero and, and you can it's, it's slippery the first the first day that i wrote it yesterday it was super windy and i was just like man this is this is gonna suck. And of course, the wind's still gonna hit my body the same. But I was like, Oh, this bike is handling the wind quite well, you know. Um so yeah. I was I was stoked on that. And so the front end is slippery it. and it's it's super stiff. I think I think because of the, the stem the stem integration the way it is now. So this will be like right. lower into the, the top tube of the frame. Hi Abby. Um uh the the top the weather stem is kind of integrated into the top tube of the frame and the head junction it just feels a lot stiffer you know mm-hmm. so it's it's good it's a it's a fun feeling bike and i can't wait to like
0: really like put it through its paces and, like it. It. Yeah, yeah. that sounds amazing yeah I, I had a look it popped up when i saw it and uh, uh, yeah. um, christmas is coming maybe christmas is coming so. <laughs> yeah um but but um when when it comes to like buying a bike you know some folks on here will be recreational some folks on here will be sort of professional um if 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 you were going to give anyone some some guidance about what they should think about when they're buying their first bike like are there any steps that they should be focused on or thinking about because i know you've, you've you've done it you've done it a few times now right yeah um
1: i think uh, now I don't remember which one it was, but um, one of your your recent guests said to get the bike that fits, and I think that's yes. huge. So um, so get the bike that fits. I actually ride a, a size smaller, but that's just because I, mean, I still have the flexibility for it. You know, I I like the aggressive feel of a smaller bike. I used to ride it. I'm I'm pretty tall. I'm six three six four, and so okay. um, so I used to ride my first bike. The Fuji was a sixty or sixty one, and oh, right. when I when I got the um the black tarmac that i had it was the only one available and my buddy was like dude take the 58 he was like you can always make the bike longer but he's like you you can never make a bike smaller so he's like take the 58 and if you need to stretch it out just stretch it out a little bit and i was like all right cool so i i tried that and i was still racing at the time And that was the best advice that I got for a person who wants a really twitchy, aggressive bike. You know, if you Mm -hmm. want to be a little more comfortable, you can get, you know, you can ride a little less drop and you can get a slightly larger bike and it'll feel more like a Cadillac. But I think the fit is huge. Uh, I think it's huge. And I I think the second thing is don't think that you have to spend a ton of money. However, cycling is expensive. Uh, That's like probably my number one question is, how how do i earn uh how much money should i put aside for um a bike and i think if you're if you're a, a new cyclist that doesn't want to buy pre-owned um uh, like you want to buy a brand new bike out of a shop and you want something that's going to last you and you never have to buy another bike ever again mm-hmm. full scope i think you're looking at something like three thousand dollars for everything Th- that's bike yeah. kit. that's bike kit shoes helmet you know the whole deal you're looking at somewhere around three thousand dollars. You can you can come under that for sure. But I think yeah. the realistic, the realistic, you don't have to keep adding another hundred dollars here, another five hundred dollars there. I think, I think three thousand so. is like uh, yeah. yeah. I think three thousand will get you a bike and kit and equipment that you never have to replace ever. again.
0: Okay. That, you know I mean, that's, that's good. What I that's think. really good advice. So it makes sense because I think I think you know you buy cheap and then you buy twice. And now I know you look, yeah. you've got to do it according to your budget. So yeah. I, the way I see it is like once people do start riding they get the bug and then very soon they're like, Oh man, I wish I got the carbon instead of maybe the aluminium or I wish I got this instead of that. So, you know, and you never make as much well, I never made as much selling a bike as I would buying one brand new, you never. know. I you spend a lot more. So so maybe hold back and then spend that bit extra. So that's really really good advice. And and on the subject of indoor training and riding, I don't see any pictures really. I don't think of you riding indoors. Do you do any indoor Did you do any indoor training, like rollers or turbo or anything like that, or is it outdoors for you?
1: It's primarily outdoors, but when I was racing, I definitely um, used a trainer, but I had an old school, you know, uh, just magnetic trainer. Okay. Not the the rollers, but um, just a regular wheel in, you know, and and to be honest, with my schedule and the way things are now, I really should be looking for um, like a kicker. I really, I I think the kicker is really cool. Um, Yeah. And, um, and so I'm not against it, but my current situation, I, I don't have a trainer
0: yet. Yeah, to, to yeah. so. And so maybe this might not be so relevant, but I, I'm interested anyway, because when I was growing up, you'd always look to, you know, the, uh, the West to, to see what was coming in in terms of music. But my question was going to be about, you know, if you were training, if you're listening to something to get you pumped and uplifted. Like what would be some of the tracks that are in your playlist right now. But we could just talk about forget training. Like what what's in your playlist right now? What's what's going on loop right now for you? Well, I'll
1: tell you what, man. Um I did not like uh Childish Gambino at all. Um, up until recently. I liked um This is America. I like um I like a, another like two or three songs. I think that the most the most songs that I like was like three at the very most. And mm-hmm. I, I was doing a photo shoot. This was for um this was just like uh headshots and portraits type stuff. And um the guy I was shooting is a rapper. His name's uh uh Beto and he is a phenomenal rapper and we uh, his his cousin is an old colleague of my girlfriend. So we all got together um to do this photo shoot so we could have lunch after. And I actually shot the cousin as well. But um they hey, we were talking about rap and he was like, dude, do you like Charlie Just I was like, no. And he was like, What did you listen to? He was like, he was very he was in, interrogating me. He's like, "What have you listened to?" He's like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And I was just like, "I'm open, you know. Tell me what to listen to. I'll listen to it." And so he recommended the Camp album, the, which is okay, his first album. Oh I'll my god! Like that is the one. I mean, mm-hmm. from beginning to end, that is the one. I like. I like. You know, like that Nas song that I put on my story with uh, the. back. Yeah, it was little, still- Yeah, that was a stillmatic <laughs> intro. Um, yeah. And that's what I like as far as, like, energy. Like, I don't like this, like, smooth, like, like r and ish type of rap. It's cool. I don't, I'm <laughs> not hating on it. But, like, when I'm yeah. listening to music, like, I want energy, you know, especially when it's rap, you know, like, yeah. I, I want it to have some energy and some punch to it, you know? Um, so and so, the, yeah, the, the, the album here. is, yeah, it's it's good. It's, uh, it's from 2011, so it's dated, but it is a fire album, and I, I 100% slept on it. When I, okay. I, I was like, I turned it on skeptical and I was like, like well, like, I can't blame this. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know how I miss this at
0: all. So. No, there's one song that he's got that I heard. Uh, so obviously this is America I heard, but I think it's about the summertime. It's like a cartoon video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is like, I, I really like the vibe of that one, but I'm going to check it out because I, I'm, I'm still sleeping. I don't know about that one. There. Start no, with camp. Camp. I'm going to go yeah. with that up i just seen um, Caramel 105 Spin. So that's um, Michael coming. So he's actually, he's doing a ride for Unity in New York tomorrow, actually starting off in Prospect oh. Park, 10 a.m. Um, so hi, Michael. I see I see you here. Um, and Nip Nip Cycling, welcome. Um, is that Kuistra? Koo, welcome to you as well. Um, and Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Um, I was going to ask you about nutrition. So you know when you did that crazy mad ride, where it was like 500 miles um, nutrition wise I'm I'm always curious so Alison when she came on last week she talked about this this magic mix that she's got with protein fruit juice and I think the electrolyte powders is there anything that you've tried and you've tested that works for you I know it's different for everybody in terms of nutrition on the bike but is there anything that you like just to give people an insight on what you do if you're going on a longish ride I know century is not your thing but a longish ride what would you, what would you sure. Um,
1: you know, I don't, I don't know that I actually have a, a specific thing that I like. I do get into like, um, habits pretty quickly, but for me, I'm simple. Like, you know, give me a cliff Bar or a banana. Like, I think, I think I'll go more, I'll go more whole food the longer the ride gets. Um, yeah. So like a banana, I don't, I don't make rice cakes, but I actually really like them. So, you know, mm-hmm. if I can get my hands on like a, one of those like rice cakes, um, I really like those. Okay. However, uh, I think, I think the, the main thing to do is when riding is regardless of what you're eating, just eating often. Um, yeah. my buddy, my buddy, Chris Riker, right before, um, we did that s f l a LA ride, he told me, he was like, just make sure you eat every 30 minutes and, uh, finish a bottle every hour. And that alone, that's that's part of why that ride went so well is because uh, we just hydrated properly, you know, what I mean, our, yeah. uh, ticket, ticket, our intake was proper. So it was, you know, finish a bottle every hour, eat every 30 minutes and every 30 minutes just means like if you have like, you know, the cliff blocks with the six chews, eat, yeah. eat half eat half the, the, the little thing, you know, the on the every yeah. 30 minutes, you know, and, and then you're you're fine.
0: And and of course, get... like the chews, you don't want to eat those all day long. But no, you know, no, know. they get a bit sickly after a while. I've, i I found yeah. personally. Yeah. But no, the yeah. cliff bars is something I, I get those. I like the white chocolate one with the macadamia, and I like the peanut That's butter mine. one. That's the one I do. Oh, really? Other, yes, saying, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like every every um, half an hour, I, like have half of that, and it just keeps the level, so I never. Hit hit too low, really. Um, good. We're making really good progress. Um, and I'm so glad you suggested to come back and made the time for that because it did feel like I was we're gonna just rush, and I was just thinking it's gonna cut off. It is gonna cut off, isn't it? Because there's so much more I want to ask you, and we didn't get around to. No, it, no, okay. No, um, so
1: yeah, and someone asked mm-hmm. about electrolytes. I do put um, I do put um stuff in my bottles. So I use scratch um in my bottles, mm-hmm. and um, what, another one? Oh, uh, Martine. Um, I use that. That's like the hydro gel um type of thing. I've seen mean, yeah. uh, I've seen that. It's with an E
0: N on the end. M A R T E N yeah. or something. Yep. Yeah. Good. Oh, it just tastes
1: like oh. water. It just changes the consistency of your water to, to a gel so all the nutrition stuff and electrolytes it's in it. But it changes the consistency just like a little bit more so it's a little thicker than water. But it's it's really right. pretty good
0: yeah oh fantastic well okay some tips some tips for for us there um cool Uh, well last but not least it's a question that i ask everyone and i guess it's one that i just just keep to the end which is we've talked a lot about cycling we've talked a lot about what's going on in, in in the u.s but but if you were to sum it up to you in terms of what you love about cycling and i guess what's kept you in it um recreationally more so nowadays but what what would you say that is just to sort of share that sentiment for everybody that's listening
1: i um i don't know where i just wrote this but um i was just writing that thought out and i don't know if there's a one thing but or i guess the one thing is just enjoying it you know i know Mm -hmm. i know uh, one of your guests said joy but yeah i i went from a place of being competitive um for several years on the bike to um not getting the fulfillment out of all the training i was doing which was helping i was definitely fit i was definitely very fit um but i didn't enjoy it so i found a a way with photography and cycling because i was always doing both i was always either taking photos with the bike like like while i was riding or having my photo taken on the bike but the way in which i was doing it wasn't it it wasn't what it is now and when i finally figured out hey i don't I don't need to like worry about koms i don't care about uh, strava uh, awards at all you know i don't care about miles per hour or, or watts per kilo and stuff and i love and i love having a power meter so i can i can c- keep myself accountable but um <clears throat> once i found a way to say you know what that stuff doesn't matter i'm gonna get on the bike because i want to get on the bike and i'm gonna bring my camera to encourage me to go out and do something while i'm on the bike yeah. i really started to enjoy it and and honestly like i i remember when i stopped racing i stopped riding for about maybe six or eight months or something like that I completely, well, like
0: cold, completely
1: like yeah. yeah and uh i remember one of my first rides back when i kind of got a little bit fitness going again um i did a group ride and i was talking to one of my buddies who hadn't seen me in a while and i was like i used to have when i was racing i had a bad day at least once a week on the bike you know ever since i stopped racing i've never had a bad day on the bike not once. fantastic fantastic you know? so it's, it's one of those things where you got to change your mentality depending on where you're at in life you know yeah. i think i think i was just you know a little frustrated with you know personal stuff or like myself or whatever i was going through at the yeah. time but i found a way to enjoy it and and once i found a way to enjoy it like i said i haven't
0: had a bad day on the bike since so that's brilliant nice it's great to hear because uh like I don't know. I think the bug has bitten me pretty bad, as it's bitten you and other people. And there are some, I guess, mental well-being benefits, but the physical benefits, the the camaraderie that you get to refer to, because you know you get to be sometimes it's on your own and you want that headspace. But sometimes when you get to be with your people and just laugh at some of the funny stuff, like the headwind story, I, I imagine yeah. maybe you wanted to cry at the point. But when you look back on that now, it maybe it's a different sort of angle that that's you come at so no, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying um there no, I mean Creed Up you have been absolutely fantastic and um I just really wanted to say to anyone that's listening if you if you haven't followed Creed Up you should follow Creed Up I definitely would say check out the the pictures are brilliant but the IGTV stuff that's the thing that's got me really um cool to where I am like literally doing what I'm doing because it's the same sort of thing I'm trying to talk to two guys two girls two guys two girls you know and just really trying to spread that idea that together it doesn't matter what you are, who you are, where you are. We just, we love the bites. We ride the bites and represent the spectrum. So I think there's Rachel Olzer. I think she was on here. earlier. That yeah, yeah, that was yeah. an amazing um, interview. The guy, Zach, was it Zach? Um, yeah, Zach can't remember Pina. His name. Pina. Pina. That, that was, that was an interesting one. Zach Pina one where, you know, you're kind of vibing off each other and just talking about sort of experiences and I think just how he listened and you, you just getting into it with him was brilliant. So if anyone hasn't checked out Creedubs handle, do that and have a look at the IGTV um, post that he's got there because um, informative and entertaining as well when you talked about Ryan and the fight. <laughs> I just literally, tears just started rolling down my face. I was like, <laughs> That, that that i could just picture it now like me in the face yeah <laughs> yeah, <afterwards>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so no man i'm, I'm really i honestly it's, it's a pleasure it's an honor um and like i said i mean if you ever want to do this again you know you send me another message and hopefully um, i remember what day it is
0: i i remember what day it is you said that I was like oh my goodness like I've planned this out for weeks in advance he's forgotten it but a month? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we're, it, it, people are busy you know so I got to do it like that and I've got the kids which you got to sort of virtually meet and the job and the wife and stuff so planning but yeah if anyone hasn't heard of Wife for Unity before you know check us out because we have like a weekly ride won't be this coming Wednesday because I'm on vacation with the family going to take a break um, but every Wednesday we'll do a Zwift thing or ride for unity day if you post it on Strava. And then they can join the Strava Cycling Club too. So every pedal stroke you do kind of adds to the group total. And I do like a top 10 league table every week yeah, cool. so like, yeah. you know, who's who's done the most miles and see how participation increasing is increasing. Um, and we've got some other exciting plans with brands and kit and charity and getting into schools and stuff like that, which um, you know, will will come when conditions allow we've, the pandemic and stuff but for now i just want to say thank you creed up and thank everyone for taking time out friday morning afternoon evening wherever you are and um yeah hopefully we can we can vibe again but i look forward to watching you do your thing it's, it's been great i appreciate it man It was a pleasure thank you so much thank you have a good day yeah. take care yeah you too. Bye. take care Peace. thanks everyone